It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I uh, hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to the show, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Monday, June 4th. I don't know who's any good in the NBA anymore. Who is going to win the finals? We gave up on Miami after game one Thursday night. Now we give up on Denver. And now Denver is going to go to Miami and win game three, and we'll give up on Miami again. And then Miami will rebound in game four, and we'll give up on Denver. And then whoever wins game five will give up on the loser. That's where we're at. Denver's still favored to win the series, even though they lost home court advantage last night. They're still favored to win game three by two and a half, even though they're going to be playing in Miami. I don't know who gets less respect, but I think it's Miami. Maybe it's Denver, but I think it's Miami. We'll talk about that game from last night, the Heat. Again, there is no must win until you're in an elimination game. That is science. But it was close last night, and Miami came away with a 111-108 victory. They trailed by eight going to the fourth quarter. I love crazy stats. That is Denver's first playoff loss at home. They were 11-0 in the playoffs when they had a double-digit lead at any time in the game. Not anymore. They were 37-1 this season when they led by eight or more entering the fourth quarter. Now they're 37-2. And it wasn't Jimmy Butler. It wasn't Jimmy Butler. It was Gabe Vincent. It was Bam Adebayo. It was Max Struess. Joker had 41 points, 11 rebounds, but he only had four assists. Now, he should have had, he could have had 12 assists because eight of his passes that led directly to shots, the shots were missed. So you got to factor that in. Basketball is not a, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Complicated endeavor. If you make shots, you win. If you miss shots, you lose. And as poorly as Denver played, and as head coach Mike Malone said after the game, they didn't bring the effort. You're in the NBA Finals. You didn't bring the effort. You got out-hustled by Miami. As much as all that might be true, Denver had a three-pointer at the end of the game to tie it and send it to overtime. Jamal Murray couldn't knock it down. As poorly as they played, as effortlessly as they played, they still had a chance to win the game. Denver's the better team here. They're the better team. Michael Porter Jr. was terrible last night. Contavious Caldwell-Pope didn't give them anything. I don't care how great the Joker and Jamal Murray are. Somebody has to help them. I've said this Throughout the season, these teams with two great players need a third player to step up if they're going to advance. And Denver is no different. 502-384-1450, that's the M&M Cartage Hotline. Call that number if you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line, open as well, 502-414-1450. 
If you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, visit Thornton's right now. 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard that right, 89 cents. That is couch change. Come in today, grab a fountain drink, and hit me up on the Thornton's text machine, 502-414-1450. A lot to talk about today. The uh, Bats, who were playing great, they got walloped in the last two games at home, 14-1 and 12-6. They still won the series against the Wooster Red Sox. How come I go into a Boston accent when I start talking about anybody called the Red Sox? Park the car at Harvard Yard. But the Bats won the series four games to two. They are off today. They'll head to Columbus. We'll have all the action this week as the Louisville Bats continue their uh, terrific season so far. They lost a pitcher today. Andrew Abbott was called up to pitch tonight against Milwaukee. They keep calling guys up, and they keep leaving Ellie De La Cruz down in Louisville. All right. I mean, great for Louisville fans. You get to go see Ellie De La Cruz play. Enjoy it. Once he goes up, he ain't coming back. I don't know when he's going to go up. Now, maybe this is about his second contract. Maybe you don't want that time to kick in too early where you have to pay him. I don't know what it is. But the Reds lost three in a row to Milwaukee. And they may lose four in a row to Milwaukee tonight. I said this Friday, three-game lead in the uh, three-game deficit behind Milwaukee and a four-game set, you got a, you got an opportunity here, Reds. You had an opportunity, and they gave up way too many runs. Way too many runs. Milwaukee I, I beat the Reds 5-4 and 11, 10-8, and then 5-1 yesterday, and it was 5 to nothing early. Oh, well, it was fun while it lasted. I still think David Bell should be fired. I've been on that, jumping up on that bandwagon for about a year now. I don't know why he was brought back. It's a young team. Get a young coach in there. Hello, Barry Larkin. Young manager. But the Reds spit the bit this weekend a little bit, and uh, hopefully they can rebound tonight. Julio Tehran will go for Milwaukee, who now is six games ahead of the Reds, who dropped to fourth place behind the Cubs in the Central Division. So uh, we'll talk some more baseball along the way. Kentucky and Indiana baseball tonight, 6 o'clock in Lexington. The winner goes to the Super Regionals to play the uh, survivor of Oregon State and LSU. They may play twice today. They play at 2 o'clock, and if Oregon State can win that one, then they'll play an elimination game, winner-take-all game, later this evening at 6 o'clock. Kentucky may or may not be on the SEC network. They'll definitely be on ESPN Plus if you have that service, Kentucky and Indiana. But if not, if uh, LSU is able to win that first game today, I see no reason Kentucky wouldn't be on the SEC network at 6 o'clock. Check your local listings. Does that say top? All right. Let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline. You never know what you're going to get on a Monday. Top, how are you? It's actually Pat, John. Then why did, why did he write down top? Gary, can I you I don't help? know. Uh, I guess I wasn't speaking clearly. How you doing, Mr. Mr. B? I'm going to call you Mr. B. How about that? 
What's yeah, up, buddy? I was, you know, you just you just were talking about college, uh, uh, the baseball tournament, yeah. and uh, what I like to call is uh, June Madness. It's great, isn't it? Baseball fan. I love it. The, the, I mean, look, it was great. I was going to ask you about the big Kentucky-Indiana game. The games tonight, are way and, uh, too long, Pat, because I watch, well, you know, I watch major league games now, and I'm spoiled. I know. I'm I love spoiled. the major league I love it, yeah. yeah. But, but this time well, of year, you're right. It's fantastic. I did see a graphic that actually the time they, – they have some uh, things in place for college baseball that the actual length of the games have went down. Like twenty minutes. Well, they had to. They were six so. hours long the last few years. I mean, I oh, God, help me out. But I, yeah, I love the the Tennessee Clemson game the other night that went fourteen innings. That was amazing. Clemson uh, Tennessee was down in the ninth. And uh, the they were down in their last strike, I think. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they, they have advanced. Yeah, they beat Clemson. They're out. Clemson's out. Clemson was a host. Yeah. They're out. Miami yeah. was a host. They're out. So the ACC. Out. Yikes. Yeah, Vandy's out. No, 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 no. No, I disagree with that. No, I disagree with that. Look, I haven't (laughs) kept up with it, but I disagree with that. I've kept up with it. I thought thought Vanderbilt advanced. No, uh, Xavier beat uh, uh, Vandy 2-1 yesterday, knocked him out, elimination game. There was a big delay. There was a big rain delay. It was going into the ninth inning. And Xavier was ahead 2-1, and they ended up holding on. So Wake Forest, you know who I was thinking of? Wake Forest. Wake Forest advanced. Yeah, yeah Wake Forest is a juggernaut, it looks like. Xavier so. 2, Vanderbilt 1, elimination game. I did not see yeah. that. So yeah. the overall yeah. six seed is now gone. That's correct. Uh, we mentioned yeah. Miami. They were the overall nine seed. They are out. Right, right. And uh, who was the other one we were talking about? Tennessee and Clemson. Clemson, Clemson. yes, they're out. Um, wow, just wow. And so would you, this Kentucky-Indiana thing is fantastic right now. Indiana wins, yes. I guess, Friday, 5-3. to three. Yeah, that was a great game. Three-run homer. Had, yes, right. By yeah. a Rutgers transfer. I was watching it when it happened. Yeah, and and Kentucky in the ninth, had a, they had a guy, uh, they might have had two on, and the guy hits a ball to the wall. Indiana catches it at the wall. I saw that. And, I was watching. And then, then the next hitter hits one deep to left field that is foul, not by very much, would have been out. And then uh, Indiana held on. I think he And then that. Kentucky so really beats, shuts out West Virginia 10 nothing. They beat Indiana right. yesterday 16-6. to uh, nine, so hit, nine hit batters yeah. by Kentucky in that game. They were hit yeah. by nine pitches. That's crazy. <laughs> and I would say that's crazy, except Indiana State yeah. got hit by 10 pitches same day. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. 10 is the record. So, yeah. So here's my question. So yep. Kentucky won, won easily yesterday. You think that helps them tonight? Yes. I mean, did they not have to use some pitching that they may have would have had to um, use? Yeah, I would think so. But I would also think yeah. Indiana was very conservative with their pitching, too, because they knew they had yeah. a game to play with. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I would guess that that's the case, and I would guess they're both going to have, you know, it's it's Johnny Johnny all all bullpen tonight. Everybody Johnny bullpen yeah. is available right. uh, to go six o'clock tonight. Winner will right. play the survivor of Oregon State and LSU. They they might play twice today. Uh, LSU, well, it would be great. Oregon State has it, to beat you know, LSU twice, and if Oregon State wins and Kentucky wins, the regionals that's are right. Lexington. That's what 
Super that, that would be fantastic. Yeah, it's not good for fantastic. Kentucky high school baseball because they'd have to move oh. their games back over to oh my God. Legends yeah. Field or whatever yeah. it's called now. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, but anyway, I just uh, wanted to see if you had uh, been watching any of the base college baseball. I am paying attention to it, good. although I didn't right. know Vandy was out, so I guess I'm not paying that much attention yeah. to it. Actually, yeah, you well, know, I, Charlotte eliminated Clemson. That's correct. Three to that's two. Correct. Clemson was the right. four and, seed. And yes, and Clemson was ahead two to one late. Charlotte scored late to win that. Wow! Like seventh or eighth inning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are still seven yeah. spots to be decided uh, out of sixteen. Yeah. And right. one of Stanford them, got close to lose. Got, Kentucky or Indiana, also. one of those two is going to be in a super regional. Period. Exactly. Right. So it's, be, it's, be, it's great. Be, yeah. Be great for the area. Thank you for the okay, call, thanks, brother. Son. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. I Bye. thought he was going to want to talk about the Reds, Gary. He's a big Reds fan. His I, name I, is Thomas you, Patrick. That's I, I, his I first kept and asking, middle name. I kept asking him. I thought he said top, and I said, spell that for I me. I've been calling top the rest of my life. <laughs> I, so I apologize to top. Okay, top. Thanks for the call, toppy. <laughs> Toppy Topperson. He was trying to top me on his uh, college baseball knowledge. That's why we call him Top. <laughs> oh, it's just one of those. It's a Monday. It is a Monday. I don't know if you heard, but it's Monday around here. All right, uh, so Indiana wins Saturday 5-3. to three. Kentucky wins Sunday over West Virginia 10 nothing, and Indiana 16-6. to six. They'll play at 6 o'clock tonight. And, again, winner gets probably LSU in Baton Rouge. Uh, but you never know. If Oregon State can beat LSU twice, then Oregon State would come to Kentucky or Oregon State and Indiana would play, and I have no idea where that series would be, either Corvallis or Bloomington. But it's been great. Wake Forest is number one in the country. They advanced, but it's not easy. Clemson out, Miami out, Vanderbilt out. It's not easy. And that's why I say this all the time, the randomness makes baseball the best. You can love football. If you're on a if you have a fantasy football team, football's pro football's your favorite sport, maybe college football's your favorite sport, NBA, college hoops. I love them all. But baseball is so random. It doesn't matter who's pitching one game. When it's one game, it's uh you, you have no idea who's going to win. No idea. Oakland A's beat Atlanta two out of three. The Oakland A's don't have a player in the starting lineup that could start for the Braves. They don't. You probably can't name an Oakland A position player. Loriano in right field, maybe you can name him. I don't Brent Rooker's hit a lot of home runs. I think his name's Brent. I don't even know. You can't name a Langoliers is the catcher sometimes. Matt Olson's not there anymore. Matt Chapman's not there anymore. All the all, just like every year, all Oakland and Pittsburgh, all their players leave. They get paid more to go play elsewhere. Now Pittsburgh, by the way, swept the Cardinals this weekend. The Pirates are still a game and a half behind uh, Milwaukee. A half a game, excuse me, behind Milwaukee. They're 31 and 27. Can you name a Pittsburgh Pirate position player? I give you Brian Reynolds. 
Carlos Santana. Is it Carlos Santana? Or is he just a uh, guitar player slash singer? Santana plays first. Brian Reynolds plays the outfield. Um, their stud, O'Neill Cruz, the shortstop, got hurt early in the year. He's six feet five, shortstop. They should be called they should call him a tall stop. And the key Brian Hayes plays third base. So I can name more pirates than I can athletics. And let me tell you something. I watch a lot of baseball. I have the MLB extra innings package. I watch games every night. Coach K just sent me Connor Joe. Yeah, he plays right field for the Pirates. I watch baseball almost every night. Although I didn't watch a lot yesterday. You know what I'm on right now, Gary? I'm on a Barry binge. Have you seen Barry? Oh, that's on HBO. Yeah, HBO. Well, it's it's just called Max now. I yeah. Don't know. It was HBO Max till a couple weeks. I don't know what the hell happened. You know, I watched that when it first came on. I watched like two or three episodes, and I thought it was really good. But for some reason, I you got to go at least five. I, I'm Is with right? you here because I watched the first two and I put it on the shelf for a while. Yeah, and I went, eh, okay, I get it. He's a hit man. He wants to be an actor. He doesn't want to kill people anymore. All right, but it Bill gets Hader, better. I like it. Gets so much better. Okay, because in the last this weekend, I watched probably nine episodes. I watched wow. all of season two, which is eight episodes. Uh, the last couple in season one and the first two in season three. So I've I watched 10 episodes this weekend. Wow. I scattered in doing two baseball games at Floyd Central on Saturday. <laughs> uh, I went to the casino yesterday for a little while, and I still watched 10 episodes of Barry. You I, are a busy man. I know. Uh, La- you know, the last it's a good thing, thing I'm retired. The last thing I binged was uh, the sixth season of Better Call Saul when it came yeah. became available on Netflix. Um, and, uh, you know, I gave up on that show after season and a half or so. Oh. And I liked it, but I just got into something else and didn't watch it. Tony Burke keeps telling me I got to watch Succession. What about Breaking Bad? Did oh, you I, like I that? finished that. Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah, that was good too. But it was one of those shows. I didn't watch it when it was on AMC. I waited till it came to. Till it got four or five seasons, I think it went six seasons. Yeah, uh, I waited till the fourth end of the fourth season, and I started on Netflix then, and said, "Okay." And boy, then I then when you catch up, you can't wait for Sunday nights on AMC. <laughs> yeah, and and that song or that uh, show ended up uh, ruining the song by Badfinger, Baby Blue. <laughs> Because now every time I hear that song, I think of the final scene. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. No, no spoilers. No spoil. You know what? I I don't. I believe you can spoil something that's been in the atmosphere for more than five years, and it is. It has. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. But don't stop believing. The Sopranos ruined that song for me. Yeah, it sure did. So anyway, let's and, take. And I thought Go Cable ahead. went out when I was watching it. I'm like, what the heck? That didn't end just now, did it? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Got more to talk about NBA game last night. We'll uh, dissect the Miami's win over the Denver Nuggets. Some NFL news, baseball news, all that and more. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big App.
cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply. Father's Day is right around the corner. The 2023 Big X Sports Radio Gold Card will be the best Father's Day gift ever. Happy Father's with the Big X Sports Radio Golf Card, Dad can play Park Mammoth, Old Capitol, Elk Ron Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana for less than $25 a round. Supplies are limited, so get Dad his card today at BigXSportsRadio.com or call 812-725-1457. When design is key to your landscape project, give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812 812- 288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area. Give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key. John Spears here for PGA Junior League Spring Season at Old Capital Golf Club, hosted by PGA professional Timothy Wiseman. This league is perfect for juniors 13 and under, interested in learning more about the game of golf and having a lot of fun along the way. The season will go for about six weeks, starting late April. Visit oldcapitalgolf.com for more details, or email Timothy at timothy.wiseman at yahoo.com with any questions. That's the PGA Junior League Spring Season at Old Capital Golf Club. Come back, have a great time learning about golf. When you open a Flex checking account by Republic Bank, you'll gain access to over 90,000 ATMs nationwide. What's even better? You'll also get four ATM fee reimbursements per statement cycle just in case you have to use a non-Republic Bank network ATM. And with three simple ways to avoid a monthly fee, Flex checking might just be your easiest banking decision yet. Learn more at republicbank.com. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. $50 minimum opening deposit. Fees reimbursed on next business day. Member FDIC. Check out Thornton's all-new Southern Style Biscuits, the perfect complement to your morning breakfast sandwich. You will love the buttery goodness that will wake up your taste buds in the morning. Come on in and grab a breakfast sandwich today. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction? Well, right now, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right, only 89 cents. So come in today and grab a fountain drink from Thornton's. Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly professional staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time. Wooded View Golf Course is a fair way to spend your day offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning from tea to green. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Gary Clark was the voice you heard on the other side of the glass. It is um, our second segment. I think we get three today. I should know this by now. Eminem Cartage hotlines open 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line. If it's not vulgar, I'll read it on the air. 502-414-1450. That's the Thornton's text line. All right, nine of the 16 NCAA regionals are over. Wake Forest advances out of Winston-Salem, their home field. Tennessee, with the upset, advances in the Clemson regional. Oregon advances in the Nashville regional or out of the Nashville regional. Virginia advances as the home team in uh, Charlottesville. Texas knocks off Miami and advances in the Coral Gables regional. Oral Roberts in Stillwater advances. Uh, Indiana State at home in Terre Haute advances. South Carolina at home in Columbia advances. And Alabama advances out of their home regional in Tuscaloosa. So we still got seven more to decide. We, Barring rainouts, we'll uh, get them all decided today and head to the Super Regionals, uh, which begin next weekend. I, I'm guessing Friday, since there's only two teams. It's best of three in the uh, Super Regionals, two teams in each Super Regional. So uh, certainly looking forward to that. Uh, Kentucky and Indiana, I'll mention it one more time, 6 o'clock tonight. It's still to be determined if they will or will not be on the SEC Network tonight. Uh, they're they're going to wait and see what happens in the Oregon State-LSU first game, and I think uh, if, if Oregon State wins that, the SEC Network will pick up the Oregon State-LSU um Loser leave town matchup at six o'clock. Otherwise, it'll be Kentucky and Indiana. Some news and notes here: Kyrie Irving reportedly uh, is reached out to LeBron James to try to get him to come to Dallas. Try to get him to force the Lakers to trade him to Dallas. There's not enough balls in Dallas if LeBron shows up because you got Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, and Luka Doncic. You're going to need three basketballs while the game's going on. And I don't think the rules allow for that. Uh, look, LeBron, there's as much chance of LeBron coming in here and co-hosting the show with me as there is uh, going to Dallas. I, I, I applaud Kyrie for the effort here. I do. He's a free agent, and he wants to re-sign with Dallas. He was only there about a month and a half, so he hasn't worn out his welcome there yet. He wears it out everywhere. But uh, he's trying to get LeBron to Dallas. I love these uh, reports because there's no way that's happening. I will eat this microphone if LeBron James is playing for the Dallas Mavericks next year. Uh, Rose Zhang. Get used to the name. Rose Zhang. She is 20 years old. Two weeks ago, she won her second straight NCAA golf championship Individual title, playing for the Stanford Cardinal. You know anybody else who was a good golfer at Stanford? Yeah, Mr. Woods is the answer. Yesterday, she won her first professional tournament. She turned pro right after winning her second consecutive college title. And she won her LPGA debut yesterday in the Mizuho Americas Open. In a playoff, she is the first 
LPGA player to win her pro debut since 1951. If you can name the woman who did it then, congratulations. I read it. I don't know who it was. She did beat Babe Zaharias to do it. I do know that, but I don't know who it was. 1951. That's a long time to wait for anything to happen a second time. Even a even a you know Haley's comment, but Rose Zhang maybe maybe exactly what the LPGA needs to entice people to watch more women's golf. The other golf story today is Victor Hovland. He won the Memorial Jack Nicklaus's tournament up in uh, Ohio yesterday. Three point six million, nice little paycheck for a Victor Hovland. You know what he's doing today? He's caddying for 36 holes for his college buddy, his college roommate, who is trying to qualify for the U.S. Open, which is in two weeks. Victor Hovland won a tournament last night, had to go through all the media stuff afterward, trophy presentation, pictures, answer the questions of the media. You know, you got to go through all of that after you win $3.6 million. It's the least you can do when they're going to give you a check that big. And then he had to be up early this morning to caddy for his friend. I automatically love Victor Hovland now because he could have very easily called his buddy and his buddy would have understood if he'd said, you're going to have to get somebody else. I won this tournament. I've been up. I'm going to be up all night doing media stuff. I can't do it. But he didn't do that. He showed up for his friend who's trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. So Victor Hovland's going to carry this guy's Golf bag for the next 36 holes today. Good on you, Victor Hovland. Right, is the NBA coming to Louisville? Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, announced yesterday that uh, with the collective bargaining agreement having been settled, the next order of business for the NBA is the TV contract, the media contracts. Who's going to have the NBA on TV? And they're going to get to that and uh, finalize it sometime in the spring. But what Adam Silver also said was, as soon as that's over with, we're going to look into expansion. More teams in the NBA. And Silver made it clear that one of the perks of having a successful business is bringing in more people to make it even more successful. I know there is an entity in the city of Louisville that wants the NBA back in that town. I was there in 1975 as a as a 10-year-old kid. My mom had season tickets to the Kentucky Colonels, 75, 74. I went to a lot of games at Freedom Hall. Dan Issel, Louis Dampier, Bird Averett, Will Jones, Daryl Carrier, saw them all. Loved it. Ron the Plumber Thomas. Wendell Ladner running through the glass water cooler. After that, they were plastic from now on. Artist Gilmore, the A-Train. I was at a lot of, it was great. It was great. The place was always packed. And I think Louisville would support an NBA team. But the first two cities on the map here are going to be Seattle and Las Vegas. Seattle has wanted a team back ever since the Supersonics bolted for Oklahoma City. That was a long time ago. And Vegas is getting a team in everything now. The Raiders are in Vegas. The Golden Knights are in the Stanley Cup Finals right now. And the Oakland Athletics are going to be the Las Vegas fill-in-the-blank with a nickname 
very, very soon. Now that the professional sports leagues are in conjunction with gambling entities like, you know, DraftKings or FanDuel or PointsBets, they're fine having a team in Vegas. There was a time this would never happen. No chance. There is no way on God's green earth that we're going to allow one of our professional franchises to relocate to Sin City. That's not the case anymore. Gambling is legal in over half the states. So it's a different era, and Vegas is going to get an NBA team first, or at worst, second, because Seattle has been waiting a long time. Now, Louisville's been waiting a long time, too. But until the Yum Center was built, there wasn't really a groundswell to have a team back in Louisville. Freedom Hall was not going to be a good enough site to get a team back. They would have had to knock it down and rebuild a whole new arena. But once the Yum Center was built, then the, then people started to say, you know, well, that would be a great venue for an NBA team. And it would. It would be absolutely great. Downtown Louisville, you got the nightlife after the game down there. It would be fantastic. Will it happen? Only if the NBA expands to four cities instead of two, and I'm not sure they would do that right away. But I do think there is a there will be a window when Louisville will have a chance to get an NBA team back in the city. What you hope, if you're on the committee, if you want, you know, if you're behind that proposal, what you hope is the NBA continues to make money with media, um, you know, with the league itself, ticket prices are are at an all-time high, and they're not going to go down, I can tell you that. If the sport is supported and the media continues to pay the big bucks, then there is an avenue where Louisville might get a team. I don't know what other cities would be asked after Seattle and Vegas. I don't know. Nashville has come up. Can you have a team in Nashville and another team as close as in Louisville? It's not like New York and Brooklyn, right? It's not like New York City and Brooklyn. It's not like the L.A. Clippers and the L.A. Uh, Lakers. It's, that's not how it is, right? Sometimes in the middle of the country, it's too close. It's too close. And I'm not sure Nashville and Louisville could both support a team. There's an NFL team in Nashville. There are Louisville people with season tickets to NFL games in Nashville. There are Lexington people with NFL season tickets in Nashville. Nashville has enough around it, enough space around it, where it can support an NFL team. And I would guess it would support a pro basketball team. Yes, Memphis is right down the road. I get it. But Nashville, Memphis, Louisville, the triangle there, I don't know if all three would be supported. I think Louisville is going to support an NBA team the first couple of years without any problem at all. But there are other things, not a lot of other things, but there are other, other things people want to spend money on. If Louisville Cardinal basketball gets back to where it wants to, people would make a choice. This is a college basketball area. 
This is not a pro basketball area. Just like Winston-Salem and Durham, North Carolina is a college basketball. Yeah, the Charlotte Hornets are down there. They're down there. But more people in Carolina are interested in Duke, UNC, Wake Forest, NC State than they are the Charlotte Hornets. And more people in this state, state of Kentucky, I should say, would be interested in Louisville basketball, UK basketball, even IU basketball than they would Kentucky Colonel basketball. And by the way, the nickname would have to be the Colonels. If you try anything else, I'll, I'll cut your fingers off. What else could it be? Text me, 414-1450. If Louisville got an NBA team, would it be named Louisville? And would it be named Kentucky? And what would the nickname be? You know they'll try to slip bourbon in there somehow. <laughs> the Louisville drinkers? Because <laughs> I'm one. I mean, everybody could get behind the drinkers. Sots. Something How about to the do sots? with Whiskey Row. Uh, the Louisville Whiskey Sours. Wow, I like that one. Uh, bourbon balls. The bourbon balls. Uh the Kentucky whiskeys, Kentucky branded whiskeys. I don't know. Uh, I hope it happens. I hope it happens in my lifetime. But again, keep this in mind. It's at least two years away before Vegas and Seattle are going to get teams, and they're going to be the first two that get teams. If it's successful, and you hope it is, if you're an NBA to Louisville person, then maybe Seven, eight years from now, maybe Louisville could get a team. I'd support it. I would, as much as I could. Because I say this all the time, these are the best athletes in the world. Better than NFL athletes. Better than baseball for sure. Soccer. Soccer guys have stamina, but I don't know how athletic they really are. They can run a long time. Uh, hockey has unbelievable athletes, but NBA basketball has the best athletes in the world. And if you don't watch it, if you it's not like it used to be, and it is riveting, just like last night's NBA game. We'll talk about that when we come back. Listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling, serving the Kentuckiana area, specializing in residential changeouts. Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling offers free second opinions. If you get some bad news from your heating and air guy, call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. 812-786-0469 for a second opinion. Call Mitch Craig Heating and Cooling. Again, 812-786-0469. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. 
New Albany Mayor Jeff Gahan and media events pronounced again the Bicentennial Park Summer Concert Series. It returns once again Friday, May 26th in historic and downtown New Albany, located at the corner of Spring and Pearl Streets. These free concerts are open to music lovers of all age. Come join us 6.30 to 9 p.m. on Friday nights downtown New Albany, Indiana. For more information about concerts and musicians, it can be found at NewAlbanyCityHall.com slash Bicentennial Park. Don't forget, coming up May 26th, Billy Goat Strut Review and Ida Claire. And come on, people, don't forget about June 2nd. We're talking about Hot Brown Smackdown and the Bourbon Bridges. Bicentennial Park, New Albany, Indiana. Yeah. Are you tired of fast food burgers and fries and looking for a healthier option? Why not try one of the freshly made sandwiches at the Honey Baked Ham Company? They offer an assortment of delicious sandwiches, freshly made sides, and mouth-watering cookies. You can grab a box to go or dine in their cozy cafe. They also offer several lunch catering offers as well. Call the store, 812-941-9426. Or visit them at 3602 Northgate Court, Suite 23, in New Albany. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply. High interest rates may be the norm everywhere else. But right now at Genesis Diamonds, we're always thinking about our customers, and we've decided to slash interest rates down to zero. Zero percent for five years. That means you can get those diamond earrings, that designer engagement ring, or that luxury pre-owned Rolex, and spread your payments over five whole years without paying a dime in interest. Birthdays, anniversaries, just because gifts starting as low as $35 a month. And that's with zero down. Now through July 1st only. And only at Genesis Diamonds. Shelbyville Road Plaza. Approved credit. See store for details. High school sports teach so much more than just the fundamentals of the game. They also teach the fundamentals of life, like the power of belief. I'm Robert Falkins. And I'm Carrie Rosati. We're both assistant commissioners of the IHSAA. In the second classroom of high school sports, student-athletes understand hard work pays off, and they learn to be proud of their effort, no matter the outcome. Successful student-athletes support their teammates and learn to always do the right thing. And most importantly, they learn to always believe in themselves. When high school sports keep education in front of athletics, these fundamental beliefs outweigh the idea of winning at all costs. That's why high school sports are a transformative and invaluable part of every student-athlete's education. Buy a ticket to your high school's athletic events and show student-athletes that you'll always believe in them too. This is the power of belief. This is the power of high school sports. This is your IHSAA. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, 384-1450. That's the Eminem Cartage hotline. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450, the same way our boy Top did earlier today. The uh, Thorns text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. You can hit me up on the text line at that number, 414-1450. Uh, Texas Tech and Florida are underway in the Gainesville Regional. This is an elimination game. Florida's the number two overall seed in the country, and it's scoreless as a Florida go, comes to bat in the bottom of the third. Uh, ESPNU, if you'd like to watch that one. Now, why will Kentucky be on ESPN and Indiana be on ESPN not ESPN, on the SEC Network tonight, or maybe ESPNU. Well, that's the only SEC game 
if LSU beats Oregon State at 2 o'clock today. That's the only SEC game at 6. So it makes sense. Right now it says to be determined, but I think Indiana and Kentucky likely to end up on either the SEC network or ESPNU. ESPN2 will have Texas A&M at Stanford at 9 o'clock tonight. If TCU and Arkansas have to play twice, that's a 9 o'clock start. So the only thing that can knock Kentucky and Indiana off the SEC network is if LSU and Oregon State have to play a second game today. The big news over the weekend, um, right before the weekend started, as a matter of fact, uh, was Churchill Downs. They have decided, due to the 12-horse fatalities through the spring meet, to finish the spring meet at Ellis Park in Henderson, Kentucky. That's a big move. By the way, I saw a commercial that's still running. I don't know who's in charge of the uh, TV commercials for Churchill Downs. Still talking about uh, Twilight Thursday and Stephen Foster Handicap Day and all that. That's not going to be at Churchill Downs anymore. you got to change the commercial. This is a move that is more important than we're giving it credit for. And my question would be, why does local media not ask more questions about Churchill Downs? Churchill Downs, I think, has a hold on the city's media. Remember when Tom Jurich had a hold on the city's media? You couldn't... If you did certain things, you weren't going to get to come to U of L games, and uh, they would, he would never allow his coaches to uh, be interviewed on your show if you talk bad about them. And I feel like this is the same with Churchill Downs. Say something bad about us, and uh, it's not going to end well for you. Twelve horses have died, have had to be put down for for various reasons. There have been mysterious deaths after races where there was no apparent injury during the race. There have been leg injuries like there always are in horse racing. Is it the track condition? Is there sabotage involved? Is it just bad luck? Is there somebody going around putting something in the hay? I mean, that sounds crazy, but it is a large number of fatalities for a spring meet. And here's the part that I don't get. They made this announcement Friday. Churchill Downs will finish the rest of the spring meet at Ellis Park in Henderson, Kentucky. They're going to ship the horses down there. Trainers will head down. They're going to have the Stephen Foster handicap, Stephen Foster Saturday down there. But they raced at Churchill Downs on Saturday and Sunday. If you're really taking this seriously, if this is not just a show, just a media show, hey, you know what? We're going to do the right thing here. We're going to move everything to Ellis Park. We're going to check this track. We're going to have an investigation. We're going to go through everything with a fine-tooth comb. If you're really serious about it, why did you race on Saturday and Sunday at Churchill Downs? Why? The easy answer is money. Money drives everything, right? And every sport. If Churchill Downs was really worried about the cause of all these fatalities, why would they allow, I don't know how many, 20, 24 races 
to be run on that track, that same track, on Saturday and Sunday. It makes no sense. From a, if you're all about safety, it makes no sense. I think it's a show. And I think we will get answers, but they are the answers that Churchill Downs will want to give to us. Just keep an eye on it. It's an important story that is not getting covered enough in the city where it's happening. And I don't understand that. And maybe I won't get a press pass to the Oaks and Derby next year. And if that's the case, I'll know why. Because I talked bad about them. I asked the question that needs to be asked. Why did you run on Saturday and Sunday? I hope it's bad luck. I hope it's not sabotage. I hope it's not track condition. I hope they do an, a, a thorough investigation and come up with, this has just been one of those crazy, coincidental, bad luck kind of things. We found nothing wrong with the new surface, with the surface of the track, nothing wrong with the grass surface or the dirt sur- portion. Um, no evidence of any foul play behind the scenes from a disgruntled employee or a former trainer or a trainer who's been ex- you know, excommunicated from the track or an owner who's hell-bent against getting back at somebody at Churchill Downs. We have found no evidence of that. This is bad luck. Because I think that's what we're going to hear when all is said and done. And I hope it's the truth. I do. I hope it's the truth. But this is the quietest since Tom Jurich left town that I've heard the media talking about a local issue. Texture says, why is Churchill Downs allowing horses to train on the track if they're worried about safety to horses? That's a good question. There was a video yesterday. Two horses got away at the same time, not during a race, but during training. And the outrider did an unbelievable job of corralling both horses, one with his left hand and one with his right hand, as they were running wild on the backside. It was, a, it was an unbelievable Athletic move by this outrider, and he was lauded for it, and he should have been lauded for it because he didn't let it get let them get out of hand and hurt any other horses or hurt themselves. But the question came up, why, why are they even running on that surface? If we're worried that that surface might be the problem, why are they running on it? It's a question that I do not have an answer to. All right, uh, NBA last night, Miami evens the series, 111-108. They outscored Denver 36-25 to in the fourth quarter. And I said this early in the show, basketball is not brain surgery. Make shots, you're going to win. Miami was 17 of 35 from three-point land. Max Struess, who was 0 for 10 from the field and 0 for 9 from three-point range in game one, shot it well. 17 of 35 from three was Miami. Gabe Vincent had 23 to lead the Heat. Bam Adebayo, 21 points, nine rebounds. I said this also. Jimmy Butler didn't play great. Didn't shoot it great. He had 21 points, four rebounds, nine assists. 
and they won without him playing great. But Denver, you got to find that third third wheel. You got to find that third guy. I don't know if it's Michael Porter Jr. I don't know if it's Contavious Caldwell Pope, Brian Brown. I don't know who it is. It's got to be somebody. Because Murray's been great. Jokic has been Jokic. We take him for granted. We take him for granted. He might be the best player on the planet. And we never talk about him being the best player on the planet in the first sentence. In the first sentence, we talk about LeBron. We talk about Luka. We talk about Joel Embiid. We talk about uh, Jason Tatum. We don't talk about Nikola Jokic. And we should. He should be the first name before you take a breath. 41 last night. 11 rebounds. Four assists. Game three, Wednesday at 8.30 on ABC. Denver's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I still think Denver wins the series. I said um, Friday I think this series goes longer than people expect. A lot of people said, well, Denver swept the Lakers. They're going to sweep the Heat. The Heat are not as good as the Lakers. I don't buy that. Heat don't get enough credit. They got a great coach, and they got an all-star player, super first-team All-NBA player in Jimmy Butler who plays his best when the pressure is on and the uh, the red light is on. Uh, I'll give you my pick Wednesday. Denver minus two and a half scares me. Scares me. Remember, Miami was the underdog in all seven games against the Celtics, even the three at home. And they were big underdogs, just like they were a big underdog last night. That was eight and a half last night. It was nine, I think, on uh, on Thursday in game one. Now, Denver covered on Thursday. But I told anybody who would listen this weekend, you, can't be, you, you better not bet against Miami in game two. They may not win this game, but they are not going to get blown out. And midway second quarter, I was ready to eat my words. I thought they were going to get blown out. They were down 14. Denver had gone on a something crazy like a 32 to 11 run to take a big lead and I thought, "Oh man. Going to have to eat crow on this one." But Miami is resilient. You play defense, you slow the game down as much as you can with a 24 second shot clock and you fr- try to frustrate Jokic. Jokic, they want Denver won game one easily because Jokic was allowed to pass the basketball wherever he wanted. Last night, they didn't double-team him. Bam Adebayo had the assignment. And you might say Bam didn't play great defense because Joker had 41 points. But they didn't want him to get everybody else involved. And it worked. It worked. He didn't get everyone else involved. All right, Major League Baseball, quickly, there were four. Four, five sweeps this weekend. You don't see that very often. Uh, White Sox swept Detroit. Pittsburgh swept St. Louis. Toronto swept the Mets in New York. Uh, Texas swept Seattle. They're still in first place. You better start. You better start respecting the Texas Rangers. Miami swept Oakland. That's expected. And Milwaukee won three out of three in Cincinnati. They'll play their fourth game of that series tonight in Cincinnati. Seven ten. First pitch. I don't know who the best team in baseball is. 
Dodgers lost two out of three in home to New York to the Yankees. I don't have any idea. Back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.